Boston Boys Podcast. Uh, this is a different episode today. I'm I'm without my co-host, Coach K. Uh, I'm doing this one dolo, but man, I got somebody uh, on the line with me that's you know very special to me because of uh, our experiences in college, and then not only that, but our experiences when we uh, had an opportunity to live out a some would say a childhood dream. But for me, I was just kind of doing my thing, trying to trying to live out something to better my family in the long run. So. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Big time. What's going on, man? I appreciate you having me on, man. I'm I'm really finna enjoy myself and hang out. I'm ready for this, man. I've been needing this. <laughs> <What's> your, <laughs> I've been needing this. What your name is, bro? Man, my name is Jay Butler, man. I'm glad to be on the air. For sure, for sure, for sure. So uh so uh so Butler is is being modest, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh uh give him the real introduction. This is uh <laughs> guys, so we'll just go with Jay Butler, uh all time leading receiver at UT Martin, uh undrafted free agent, had a few stints with a few different ball clubs. The brother never strayed away from who he was. I always stayed true to who he was. Played the game the way he wanted to play it, and played it at a high level. Um. Uh, not only that, but I respect him as a person, like the man's journey outside of football. And, you know, when, when he felt like it, the, the, the time for it was up, he let it go and he and he did it his way. So I respect the hell out of the brother for that. I appreciate that, man. That's a hell of an introduction. I couldn't even do that myself. Damn, I couldn't even do that myself. Man, shut up, bro. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, bro. I don't got no complaints. At all in life, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying myself right now. <laughs> For sure. So, uh, you want? I remember you and I, me, you and Coach Nick had a conversation about uh, our journeys from high school to college. Right. <clears throat> you know, being the first individuals in our immediate families to, you know, to go off to college to to pursue sports and not really having like the foundation or somebody that went through it that could tell us, you know, right from wrong. So we really learned everything on the fly. Right. You remember that conversation? Yeah, that so I do. I really do. What <laughs> about that, man? Like, how was your experience from high school to college? Man, I, I learned a lot, but it's, it was a crazy journey, man. Not to, and I know it's, that's, it sounds cliche as hell. Like, man, you, you wouldn't believe it, but it's, Shit's like a movie, man. Like when you just, it's, I just remember a lot of turbulence, resistance, just right. a lot of change, a lot of adapting to different scenarios, man. Like I, single mama, you know, household was the oldest. You know, I didn't have a relationship with my right. dad at the time. So, you know, for whatever that was worth, you know, I just made the most of it. My mama made it work. And she was kind of like my, um, kind of like my anchor, man, my, my, my rabbit. That was what I was chasing, you know, like, the more she was kind of pushing, I would see her go back to school. I would see her pick up new, you know, pick up new things. She'd get into reading here. I just seen how she kind of like always found time to kind of focus on herself and and always improve and hold us, you know what I'm saying, to a little higher standard than just, you know, our, our surroundings. So that was always my right. motivating factor, man, like just to push and to keep striving. So she put that into me and then, you know, I used that through high school to, you know, run with some different challenges. Adapting to high school, different. I went to like three different high schools, man, in my uh, in Sarasota. So adapting right. to that, playing football, trying to prove myself, man. You know, I going through those typical ranks, and then not getting that scholarship, and having to figure it out on the fly, crying, shed some tears, 
blood, sweat, all of that, man. And just not knowing what's the next step, but knowing I want what I wanted to do. I always had the NFL in my mind. Always. Yeah, that shit was that right. shit was always a clear picture. So that, that right. was always there. And then she just started piecing herself together. The more I stuck with it, man, the more I started figuring herself out around me and got a couple calls that will go my way. Got a junior college offer, went out there and did my thing. Had to transfer to another junior college out there and made that work, you know, met some good friends, met some people, some lifelong friends, actually. And right. just like I said, a lot of adapting, a lot of resiliency, man. A lot of, I had a great support team and my family was great as hell, bro. Like, that was the difference maker for me, bro. Having a fire-ass support team, that was the difference maker. Right, right, right. Right, so you so you saying you went to three different high schools and three different colleges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so no, nah, no, nah, brother, like no, nah, like so I went to I I went I transferred twice in high school. I started at one high school and then transferred to another, the one that was in my neighborhood, and then went back to my original high school. Not only that, but I went to like three elementaries and two middle schools, right? right. And then on the flip, I went to five different colleges, right? So I like the reason why I'm saying that is because you got two brothers on the line that went through a lot of turbulence. And a lot of adversity bouncing schools, and then we still it work. All right. And then on the on the other side of that, I say that to say this. You have a lot of coaches that tell kids, hey, when you got instability or if you packing up and leaving, then you're gonna pack up and leave for the rest of your life. That is bullshit. I agree, man. You know what I mean? Cause at any given moment, you can say, All right, look, this is the right fit for me. This feels right. And I'm here and I'm gonna make the best of this opportunity. Because you you hundred percent right, bro, because the thing that I learned looking back on it and and I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Like I was a rebel, bro. Like I ain't like I, I had a problem with, with authority. I had a problem with a motherfucker telling me what to do, when to do, and how to do it and doing it in a different tone. You feel me? Like I it, it's a way to talk to me, bro. Like we we got the same goal. So like I had a problem with right. authority for a minute. I had to learn how to like just ignore that shit. But looking back on it, like it's it ain't no need for it. I feel like and then I say that to say like I had to learn, man. Like, I had to really learn that, like, it's a difference between quitting and doing what's best for you. Or, you know, putting yourself in a different situation. Right. I say that 100 Bro, I agree 100%. It's a difference, bro. 100%. I don't I quit on some things in my life, and I regret it. Like, you know, different things in different lanes. But as far as walking away from something and put myself in a better position, bro, because my, my mom, like, you know what I'm saying? I love my mom to death. But even she got to a point where she was just like, you know, like, you sure? Like, what? Like I don't know. Like, I... I had no idea that was going to work out for you. You know, it just don't, it didn't look like it made sense, but you seen something that other people didn't right. see. And looking back on it, it right. worked, but I just trusted my instincts. It felt right. And you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you just really do right. need a change of scenery, bro. Like that should have, that should have changed your career. Yep. 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 100%. So now like my, my particular situation, and I've never shared this on my podcast, now going to a JC in itself is is hard as hell. <laughs> because honestly, dog, like every JC is probably in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was 23 hours from home. I was in Minnesota. I was 17, dog. Man. So you you 23 23 hours away from the crib. You 17 years old, dog. I'm up there. I didn't know what the hell to do, bro. Like uh, you know, all it's I Walmart. Do was ball and go to class and don't do no stupid shit that's gone. Shame your family or make my dad look bad. All you know is don't fuck up. Like, that's what, like, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to disappoint my pops. And then on the, on the other side of that, like, academics weren't hard. Football wasn't hard. I did well in both. But, like, dog, trying to survive up there, bro, 
when you ain't got no meal plan. Bro, that was the hardest shit, bro, since probably I was a kid. <laughs> like, that ass. Like, bro, that, that shit was hard, bro. Like, like, bro, like, that, that shit was, was hard, different, bro. It made me grow up, too, though. And it, and it made me, like, learn how to be a real teammate. Because, like, it was, like, four of us in an apartment. And, dog, when I say if somebody got some money or cash or some food stamps or something, dog, everybody ate. That's love. See, I like that. Like, we, like, dog, we weren't calling it potlucks. We were just trying to survive, bro. So, like, of course, you 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 meet life. Like, dog, one of my roommates, I went to Knoxville this past summer to take, you know, some of the boys up there. We had a seven-on-seven tournament, and one of my roommates was there. And I ended up coaching against one of my roommates. So, that right there in itself was dope. Yeah, that's a bit of a crazy So, then experience. I left that joint because, like, financially, I just couldn't do it. Left that joint, went to an NAI because, you know, brother, the coaches down there was like, all right, look, you come down with NAI. We operate a little different from NCAAs. You don't have you don't have to have, you know, certain stuff. So, look, all right, cool. I get an opportunity to play. Y'all going to pay for my education, whatever. Boom. I get there. Nothing, dog. They gave me zero. So, again, I'm in another situation where financially I can't do it. Like, I don't come from money. Right. Associated. I left that joint because I had a girlfriend at the time that sent my, my footage in because she was in the athletic training program. So she gave my junior college tape to one to the position coach at, at MTSU. So I went up there and bunked with her and tried to walk on. Dude told me flat out, man, I love your game. I love your size and your speed. But we got 12 receivers on scholarship. So the best thing that we could do for you is scouting. <laughs> And I was just like, man, they go to bullshit. Nah. Right. But I appreciate him being honest. And he went so far as to say, look, I think you'll be better suited if you found, you know, another school to go to. So in the midst of all of that, came home, went to a local uh, community college to make sure I still have my credits. Dog, I met with a coach from Lane, bro, at a Wendy's. That man sold me on uh, Planet Lane College. He basically told me it's now or never because I was ready to be <laughs> done, bro. So, in all honesty, dog, so, like, I really owe a portion of my career, one, to my business partner, Kevin, because, like, dog, you should real deal wake up every morning around 6.30, 7 o'clock to come throw routes for me. Like, dead ass, bro, you should still believe in me probably when it was very few bro. people that did. And then that coach from Lane that met me at that Wendy's, bro. That's love. And it ain't too many people, dog, that'll go to Lane College, stay the course, be focused, and then manage to make it up right. out of here and graduate. And that shit, that shit gives you, know you a different kind like, of power, bro. Like, and it's crazy. I didn't even know no, that, bro. I really different. didn't, because you know what's wild about it is, like, bro, like, it's part of my story that, like, I just never really told it because I never really wanted to just, I didn't really think it mattered. I never really went that deep, but, like, those people in my story, they, they, I feel like they deserve that kind of recognition. Like so, like I say that to say, bro. Like when, bro, when I went from, I left after after left my junior college. I tried to go to Louisiana Tech. I had sat out a year, right? Sat out a year of football. Yeah. And had a girlfriend. Was trying to just train, thinking I'm a train. I already didn't have a crazy work ethic. Just I thinking I'm a train. I'm a, I'm not gonna get a job. I made myself a promise to my mama, like I'm not getting a job. I'm a train, like I'm not, I'm, I'm playing football, I'm going back, I'm leaving. And so I'm, I sat out of the year, yeah. I'm sitting out taking classes, like get, getting that done. The, my, the quarterback who was a, a freshman my senior year, 
he's a freshman that got moved up at the end of the uh, year, Jermaine Leverett. Bro, like, great kid, great dude now. Like, he married now out in Cali, bro. He, this dude, he used to train with me, like, we used to train, like, two or three times a day, bro. Like, literally, like, two or three times a day that whole year. He transformed my work ethic, bro, like a younger cat. Like, just transformed my work ethic to, like, I, all I knew was just train, go at it all day. And he, that right. saved my career that year, bro. Like, but for some reason, like, so that man changed the trajectory. Changed the whole trajectory. Because oh, I sat out of here, and I, I, the school I ended up going to, Tennessee Martin, before I ended up sitting out and everything ended up hitting the fan on me, I had told Tennessee Martin, like, I'm not coming back here. I went on a visit and all. Still told him, like, I'm not, I'm not coming here. I'd rather, you know, go take a partial at Louisiana Tech than come here. Left him. So <laughs> when everything yeah. fell through in fall camp with Louisiana Tech and shit, I had to go back home, sit out that year. Guess who's still calling that phone? Tennessee Martin. <laughs> and I was like, I had to go. Like, to be I gotta go. These people give me a second chance. I got to go. I done said, fuck them once. Yeah. I done set out a year of football, bro. Like, now I got a baby on the way and shit. It's, I'm like, man, shit is different now. But Jermaine Lever, bro, he kept me training, kept me training, kept me focused, bro. Like, hey, perfect timing. Man, Jermaine Lever, shout man, out to shout you, Shout out bro. to him. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's crazy that two quarterbacks kept That's up. That's what you need. And, and bro, to, to think nowadays, bro, like, you got receivers that real deal aren't cool with their quarterback. Beefing. That shit makes beefing, no sense. bro. Like, you got to be on the same like page zero, with that bro. Guy. Like, my quarterback, like, we've been boys since we were little kids. That man ended up being my quarterback. Crazy thing is, both of us played tight end in Little League. He started, I was the backup. But we've been boys since pull-ups, bro. And we ended up going to the same high school. That man was my quarterback. And dude is still to this day, like, tight, like we tight. Like, Sometimes just go full circle. Bro, when that man pull in my yard, my daughter be like, that's okay. <laughs> like, dog, like, we tight, bro. So, man, like, bro, it's 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 crazy, bro. Like, nope. man, Lane College, bro, I can't, bro. I was talking to some of my teammates today, dog. I made, like, a little group chat for them. Cause I had put something in there that one of my coaches had said that kind of blew me a little bit, and uh, man, after that dog, that joint became like a snowball of memories, dog. <laughs> we was in that joint tripping. That's bro. how I get you, bro. Like laughing so hard, bro. Like I forgot, like I forgot how funny all of them were individually, but then like as a group, like it's it's nuts, bro. Dog. That should be why you forget some of the shit that you like. You know what I'm saying? Some of the shit that you be done did, you would have never thought like that. It'd be hilarious years from now, or that you. You would have never thought this would have been a classic <laughs> moment in your life, bro. Like, but at that, at, the, at these little ass colleges that you know, what I'm saying people consider like look over. I never go there. Like, even I shit on my own college. I have some of the the best yeah. memories as a young man, bro. Like as a human, bro. Like as a person, like some of my best memories come from that little ass time, yeah. bro. Like locked in, man, with a couple, you, couple bro. niggas, bro. A couple dudes, like. Yep, 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 yep. So, man, like. So we went through the pre-draft process together, yeah. right? For the most part, every day it was me, you, and Jack. Mm -hmm. Or me, you, Jack, McNair, and Reeny sometimes. And then your boy, I forgot what the other brother was. Who was that, Dallin? Yeah, yeah, my yeah, boy Dallin. Yeah, yeah, that, bro. That was hilarious, bro. Yeah, so like. My boy. But for the most part, it was me, you, and Jack, bro. Like two receivers and a DB. When I tell you, dog, Nick used to have us in that thing competing, bro. <laughs> Dog, like, like Nick changed my career too, bro. Like, Nick played a huge, he played a huge. Like, bro, part. like, so man, like, I always say, like, I had a performance coach, 
and that was Nick. And, you know, I had Jow to push me. But at the crib, like, my wife used to be cleaning up my mechanics, bro, like some of the stuff that used to fall through the cracks at sessions. That's crazy, bro. And so between Nick and my wife, bro, like, dog, my, my senior year really was nuts, bro. Like, I mean, I always had the ability in the game, but it was just like, like I try to tell my receivers now, like, they started changing, the, like, my my angles when I was running. And so instead of me just using top, top end off the muscle, I come off cruising. And then she wants the ball hit the air. I had a whole nother gear or two. And so just by them two individuals alone, and of course y'all pushing it, bro, like that, like seeing you. Yeah, you made yourself special, man. But one thing I will say, I wish that I could have changed about that pre-draft process, though. I feel like we worked. You think so? By the time I got, by the time I got to camp, bro, my legs were so heavy, (laughs) though. See, bro, I ain't, see the thing. I, I ain't trying to fly by. I don't know how much running bro. y'all did in Baltimore, dog. But in Indy, bro, no, Baltimore that worked. Trust man, me, Baltimore bro. that worked, bro. I, two years there, Baltimore that. Baltimore is that work, bro. They got, they, that's that work, bro. Special teams was the hardest shit in practice. Oh yeah, open it up at the gate. Baltimore, oh, let's get Baltimore, let's get out bro. the way. Kick off one on ones. I used to hate when gunner, they called, gunner up. Bro. Come on, let's go live. Gonna, oh my god! You better bro. tag off. Don't get pushed out of bounds. Did y'all do? Did y'all do individual yeah. reps of? Uh, yeah, we did team? individual reps for kickoff, bro. We did that too. So legit, go down the mm-hmm. line, bro. Working, working. Got to the lead, thinking, thinking I'm gonna be receive all day. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, all right. bro. <laughs> bro, exactly. So like the pre-draft training part in itself was was crazy. That damn uh, wonder league test that they gave me pro day was was I feel like that shit was crazy. Some of them interviews were ridiculous, bro. Like they got to do better. Man, with them I too. don't. That stuff was just a little different. But I don't really, I don't really know what to expect. I was just like, man, I'm gonna just do you know, be me, bro. Like do me. I just know don't don't say nothing crazy to these people. <laughs> That's all I really right. knew. So I just right. went with it, bro. Like I ain't. And I wasn't like I wasn't really right, like bro. technical with my game or myself at the time. Like I, ain't, I wasn't really just self aware. So I was just, I was more so big on thinking that like, okay, I've been preparing for this mentally all my life. Like as a kid, I've been preparing for this this process. I knew this was coming. So it's like, okay, it's gonna work out the way it's supposed. It's gonna take care of itself. Like it's more like a movie script playing out. Like okay, this this part. No matter what I do, it's gonna go how it's supposed to go. It's gonna go right. So I wasn't really tripping about shit. Right. That's why I seen you. I turned up for a check on the ass because I just. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I coming off junior, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like everything I've been home telling people, I like know. I'm gonna go to school and tear this shit up, bro. Like everything I was at the crib telling people, like and telling myself, like I'm gonna go do. Ain't nobody want to believe me. Ain't nobody want to hear it. And I seen it in their face. Yeah. What was your number? My number bro? junior, bro, was like fifty for like I like seven fifty. And ten Ooh, and ten touchdowns, bro. Like Ooh, what are you talking about? My fresh life, out of the like hospital, I was late to training camp. Fresh out of the hospital, late to training camp, missed the first game. Finally got a chance to get in there. Now I got hurt, bro. I got I missed the first game. Missed, I came to training camp late because my baby came to. That's how I, that's how crazy my, my my career was, bro. Like I had came, I had set out a year, mind you, that made a baby. So now training camp, I done killed spring, starting going into training camp. Training camp come, you done missed. I, I done missed a week and a half, close to two now. I'm out of shape and shit. But I'm like, bro, I'm not coming back. It's my first baby, my first born. I'm not coming there to play football until I get my baby come. And I'm like, damn, bro, like I'm right. finally getting my shot, and I'm, <laughs> I got a baby I got to have first. Hold on. 
So that go through, that process happened. My baby come, I get all my kisses in, boom, I'm gone. Come back, I ain't starting no more. Okay, shit, damn. I'm counting the clock like, bro, I got two years to make a shake. I'm trying to get to the league. Y'all playing. So that started, boom. Second game come. I don't play the first game. Second game come. Your boy get hurt. I get a concussion. Knocked out. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, what, what the fuck going on? Like, I'm supposed to be out here killing this shit. Like, man, so then yeah, I'm like, man, fuck. So I stick to it. Just keep balling, bro. Keep working. Keep working. I had one of my homies on the team, Snoop. I think you met him. Like, I was complaining to him every day. Like, bro, they got to fucking start me, bro. Like, they got, like, they tripping. Like, did they not just see what I did just, like, spring? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to be selfish, but, bro, like, I need to be on that field. I need that rock. And we had my boy Quentin Sims yeah. and Dallin. Them boys is balling, doing their thing. So I'm like, man, damn. Something got to shake. So I think that third game I ain't play. Then that fourth game came try to, like, ease me in there a little bit. That first touch, that first official college catch, like, snagged some shit behind my hip. I was like, oh, okay, bet. Just like I thought it was. <laughs> Turn up. Yeah. Check. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I ain't yeah. looking back since, bro. Yeah. I took off that year. And I was doing crazy shit. Jumping over people, one hand. Like, just trying video game shit. Because I knew I was up. I knew this was yeah. a part of my story where shit was supposed to go my way. And that shit finally was. And senior year, as I, after I knew, like, okay, nigga, you know what I'm saying? I'm the I'm the I'm the main character of this story. Like shit, I'm supposed to shine. I'm like, okay, senior shit just gotta go right. I ain't even tripping. I was gonna work, but like shit just gotta go right. And I and I really went yeah. dumb. So it just fell in place for me like that. So my junior year was <laughs> trash, bro. Bro, like, bro, check this out. So I told I already told you I went to right. five different schools, right? Sophomore year I led every every receiving category. For lane, like we went through like five quarterbacks, and I was still like the guy. My junior year, we brought in a transfer that was also from Memphis, but he came from Troy though, and he was like my people. Like we same last name and everything, but like we ain't related. Like his little brother is uh uh Jalen Moore at UT Martin. Right, right, I know him. He's doing pretty good. So like, so bro is my people. So he played on the left side. I always played on the right. So I'm assuming that we got me and him. We finna. We finna run the conference. Dog, instead, they made me and him, like, compete against each other. And, like, I used to be late for practice because I had a course that was only offered in the spring. So by the time the spring was over with, dog, and I didn't finish the class, them folks told me I was I was the backup behind one of my guys that was a sophomore. So I was like, all right, cool. Whatever. I ain't going to make a big deal out of it. When I get my opportunities, I'm going to play. Dog, I ended up having nine catches in one game. Nine catches for ninety-one yards. That was all of my all of my yards. My junior. That hurt, bro. That hurt. Team player or not, that hurt. That cost that hurt. me it, money. Yeah, bro. it did. Like a lot of money too. And then my senior year, of course, I blew up on their ass, but it was always in me. Like nine games, dog. I scored eleven times. See that? And it's just like, bro, like, and they looking at it like, okay, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you you stepped up, nah, motherfucker. I've been trying to do this, like. <laughs> I bet, bro. That, bro. That'd be the, that'd be the really, funniest part. It really part. was more to it. Was more to it. It was like some some envy in it that didn't have really didn't have nothing to do with me. That I ain't even gonna disclose on the podcast. Like that's not that's gonna have to be like a conversation we have. And that's why stuff. I say, bro. That's why I always say, like I kind of had it. Like when it comes to football, that's why I always had a little issue with like authority because I seen it. Like, bro, like once I seen once I was a little dude. And flag, bro. And I seen my, I seen my, my one of my teammates 
because he couldn't get around me in a drill. His daddy take him and put him in the car and beat him. Like, and he's because daddy was a coach, and ain't nobody say nothing, and he came yeah. to the press like ain't nothing happened crying. That's when I realized like I didn't know it at the time, but that's when I realized, bro, this you know what I'm saying, these regular people coaching us. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, like yeah. looking back on this, like, yeah, like, bro, that's why I always had a problem with authority because it's like I see that in this shit. It just, you know what I'm saying? What you think? Yeah, it's, too it's, much it's politics, politics in this shit, too, bro. What the coach think is best. Yeah, it's too much politics in like, shit. Somebody else that has no control over that. Well, it's a child. It's a game, bro. Like, people, like, bro, it's a game. It's real deal, a game. Like, that shit's supposed to be fun, but bro. it's way too much politics. It's just, it just what another man wants. And it's just like, what? You know what I'm saying? It's just her opinion, bro. Like, it's just bullshit, bro. Like, so much politics and emotions in there that don't belong in there. Like, it's just ego, man. Like, I, I remember I was told a, a coach told me, in, in the league, told me, like, that he told yeah. a team meeting. He was like, NFL is like the, it's the, the last great, the, uh, what is it, like, meritocracy. And I'm just like, uh, bro, like, cut it out. Like, that, no, no, it's not. Like, bro, yes, no. it is. <laughs> man. Yes, it is. No. Hey, dog, so, so. So me and you were being scouted by the same guy with mm-hmm. Indy, right? And I remember you telling me, like, bro, hell no, nah, I ain't going. You remember that? You remember we were talking to about where? that? I was like, bro, we can go to Indy, bro. We can run that shit. You're like, bro, hell no, nah, I ain't going to Indy. No, no, yeah. Hell no. I was not jacking it. I was not jacking it, bro. So, so I ended up going to Indy because my agent wanted me to go there. And... They they basically put the pressure on both of us, me being somebody that really didn't have nobody in my corner that experienced it from that standpoint. Because Nick had went through it, but not like that. And then my agent was new, and I was the biggest prospect he had. And, of course, now, like, he doing it, but I was the first one and, like, the biggest one. And so in the applied depression was like, if you don't sign the deal now, we're going to go sign this kid out of Illinois. And so dude called me back and was like, we got to go on sign. And I'm like, man, all right. We signed the deal, and I had to go through faxing it. And while I'm going to fax it back, mind you, I'm at a damn McCalsey. While I'm going to fax the damn contract, I mean the damn documents back, dog, we get a call from Minnesota, Houston, Miami. Yeah, uh, should be funny like that. (laughs) I'm like, dog, we blew it, bro. Should be funny like that. And so, like, I wasn't thinking, man, go look at the roster and see what they already got. Because it's no knock against me or how I feel about my talent. But if they paying this guy millions of dollars, and at the time, the collective bargaining agreement, like everybody was making 425 the first yeah. year, and the only difference was the signing bonus, like I should have been looking at who they were giving the millions to. And, dog, in our group, yeah, bro. because who getting the millions Rich is Wayne not coming out just came field. back from being injured. They had just signed Hakeem Nicks to a one-year, $10 million deal. T.Y. Hilton was, like, the guy. They had just drafted Dante Moncrief. Mm. Derrick Rogers was still there. Dog, our group was – bro, our group was so nuts, bro. I told you. Like, when I tell you practice used to be crazy, practice used to be crazy, And you could have scored three touchdowns a, a, a day out there for that for that organization. And what was going to happen? Bro, nobody – bro. <laughs> My boy Tank from Troy was the all-time leader. My guy uh, Tony Washington from Appalachian State, I think, was like close to the all-time leader. So it was like, bro, you could have made three hand, three one-hand grabs, and it's nothing because, dog, the best catch I've ever seen in my life was Hakeem Nicks, dog. Somebody dropped the ball, bro. He was in the wrong spot at the time. Somebody dropped the ball. 
he ran by that motherfucker and picked and grabbed it out of midair with one hand. It was on the way to the ground, bro. He just grabbed that hole and kept running. See that, man? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, like, and then they, they waved me. So I come home. You know, Mimi was pregnant at the time. So I came home. I'm like, I get to spend some time with her, you know, and then we'll figure it out on the fly. I was still training. They brought me back, bro. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I'm back. I know what to expect now. I'm a little older, a little wiser. <laughs> and then uh, we lost, I think, two linemen got hurt, a linebacker and somebody Maybe shit else. don't even got nothing to do with you. But we had 10 guys, 12, 10 to 12 guys in our position. And so it was like, all right, who's the biggest group we got? And it was the wideouts. So they cut two of us. And so I came home again. We getting closer to Mimi's due date. And then... We go into labor. I'm talking to Green Bay, but I'm like, look, I have to call you. I like call you later. Like, dude, legit called me while we were in labor. So I'm like, man, I gotta call you back. And he was like, what? Ain't no callbacks. I'm like, man, I understand what you're saying, but like right now I'm in labor with my fiance. And so my agent called me. Like all of this going on while I'm in there. My agent called. I'm like, look, man, like. I understand what both of y'all are saying, dog, but like I'm not finna miss this right here. And they be really expecting you to leave, like and get up and slide. I can imagine. Bro, yes, bro. Like, bro. I'm telling dog, you that shit. Dog, wow. dog. <laughs> we went to mini camp, dog, on Mother's Day, and she was pregnant. So after after everything transpired in labor, like losing LeGreg and all that, he called me. My agent called me, and I'm like, man, we like I'm I'm fucked up. And I'm like, man, we just lost LeGreg. And he's like, Oh man, all of this. Woo woo woo. Like, but I, I can tell like where he getting at. Uh you had any time to think about. I'm like, man, I'm not thinking about none of that shit. And he's like, uh, he's like, so so what you gonna do? You gonna throw your career away? I said, man, look, you know what? You fired. I'm done. Damn. Like now you still trying to talk to me about some football shit, and I'm telling you, dog, my air just died, bro. Like the man didn't make it, bro. Like, I don't I don't want to talk about football right now. And legit, after that, bro, my whole perspective towards the NFL and playing football changed. Like, dog, I was ready to be done, bro. And, like, my wife, like, convinced me to still play. So I tried the Canada thing. Dog, we went to camp. We went to camp, bro. And, uh, matter of fact, it was in Brazen, Florida. Went to camp down there, dog. They didn't pay us. We weren't in the shoe. Come on, man. It was guys that got hurt and had to use their own insurance, bro. Like, we were down there for, like, a week and a half, dog, and didn't get paid. And they called me back about coming to training camp in, in Canada. And I told them flat out, I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm walking away from football. I'm done. Man, see? That's heavy, bro. That's heavy as hell. Bro, I ain't laced up no more since then, bro. And that shit was, like, I want to say, like, in the spring of 2015. Those are some big-ass events, man. I can only imagine what that feel like, just trying to balance with some sports. Like, and all bro, the politics bro, that come with sports. To this day, though, I really... Enough, I, like, it's enough drama in my own life, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got time for another big soap opera, a fake soap opera. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, just a make-believe right. soap opera. Like, it's, these stats ain't real, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here losing flesh. Like, it's... I'm battling some real things, man. So, I can imagine what you... That's some, that's some tough-ass decisions to make. Hell yeah. It really, honestly, though, it wasn't tough, though. Like, because, like, really, I should have said screw the CFL, too, and not went, period. Like, none of it. Because when I tell you, like, Mimi, like, Mimi wasn't right, bro. Like, she was like, 
Like, bro, she went. Like, it, it hit me because, of course, he's my namesake. But, like, when you when you bear a child and, like, you nurture that child and, like, you waiting on that yeah, child that's... and then something happens that's out of your control and you lose the child, then it's just kind of like, man, like, everything ended. Like, dog, like, I used to look at her and, and see, like, how messed up she was. I'm like, dog, I can't, I can't leave her again. I just can't, I can't do that. Man, you got your, your, you know, you know your priorities at, man. That makes sense. And that's the right choice every time. So I'm, I can, like you said, right. that, that, that do sound like a simple decision at, at that point. It's a lot at stake and it's the most important things at stake. But she's strong for that, man. I salute that because that's, I can't even imagine what that would feel like, man. Right. I respect right. that, man. Right. I salute right. that. So what, what made you retire, dog? Because I remember you hit me and saying, man, I think I'm done. And I'm like, bro. I had to, I had to see how that I'm shit like, sounded bro. to other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like saying it to somebody, like, I'm done, bro. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I was shocked that you, well, no, nah, I wasn't shocked that you hit me and, and told me. I, I was, I really was shocked the time of day it was. Like, it was like in the middle of the day, it was random as hell. You was just like, hey, G, hey, G, yeah. I'm done. And it was kind to me, it felt, because I remember the conversation we were having up until that point. It was kind of like you saying it to me, but you saying it to me so you can so you can hear it and read yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know how this shit sound like. You know what I'm saying? Let me really put this in, put it out there. Like I'm done. Cause I when it when it happened for me, bro, it was more like a. It was like I ain't gonna say an instant switch, but it was just like I knew what I was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you when you when you in there, man, you know what you kind of. Some of the things you're right. up against, like I said, it's, it's so many politics involved. It's not about just what you can do. It ain't as simple as if you play good, you on. You know what I'm saying? It ain't simple like that. Right. You know, so right. You deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like without speaking on it, it's like an unwritten. You know what I'm saying? You can't really speak out on that at that level. You know, but you deal with it. Then you're trying to balance family. Then you kind of like, you know what I'm saying? You, we all want more. You know what I'm saying? I ain't embarrassed or scared to say I want more. This ain't what I, this ain't how I wanted it. You feel me? So, and if you're doing all you can right. to change the situation and, and it's so many things, I just, I couldn't accept that narrative, bro. Like something that we wouldn't let me accept it that for my, for my prosperity, you know what I'm saying? Like for my forward progress as a man and a person, it, the success of that ain't, ain't, ain't at least 90% on me. I can't, I can't do that. Like I can't let so yeah. many other hands had had so much so much control and influence on to the trajectory of my life, man. As a man, I'm a and and once you leave right. the family, bro. Like at the time, like you know, I got a kid, so it's like, yeah, I, I, I can't I can't settle over. And I'm not to discredit nobody that's doing it in no way, but just for me, I just felt like, nah, bro, I can't just be out here, man. Like I'm busting my ass, and I know it, and I know I'm putting everything I got into it consistently and I'm doing what I got to do and you telling me it still ain't up to me. It's still up to somebody else's opinion. I got to wait for something else to happen. I got to hope this happened. Like I ain't built on that, man. Yeah. I'm straight on that. Like, and so for me, it's just, man, when it, when it happened, it was like a, I had that time off, man. I had that injury, had that time off. started picking up some books, started like learning more about myself, man. Started like, like people like you, you know, people like my boy Quentin and just certain things throughout my life, man. I remember just certain seeds got planted throughout my life, man. And like, when I started reading and just getting a little more aware of myself as a man with that free time, those seeds just started sprouting, I feel like, and just ideas and, like, you know, 
ideas about my life and where I wanted to be and how I want to do things and just I was like, man, nah, like, and okay, bet I'm, I did this, I, I did it, and it don't, and it's still like it's still something that was missing. Even I, deep down, you know what I'm saying, you still know and feel it. Like once you get there and you get, there, you reach in that field and you're doing it, it's still like, yeah. a, damn, like, yeah, it's, it's like, void, what dog. is that? Like, it's, I thought they was gonna definitely feel it. <laughs> man, and you realize you got to feel Bro, it yourself, I tell, man. I, I as tell, a man, self, you got to self work on that. Man, I tell some of my athletes. That that ask me questions like like Jew that you met Jew, I tell kids like that that have those really deep questions two things. Uh, well, two events when I when we won the conference championship in junior college, and uh, I had lost my grandma uh, mid season that year, and she was like huge for me, dog. Like she was, dog. She was huge, bro. So I lost her. September 24th of 2008. That was in the middle of that season. And I still played ball, but I was a different person. So after we won the championship, everybody's excited, having a great time on the bus. And I'm just sitting there, bro, empty, bro, like super empty. Like where everybody else is having a blast, like legit. It was almost movie-like. Like I'm sitting on the seat by myself just looking at that jump like, damn, what's next? Like, in a moment in time, like, of course, it's not a national championship, but it's a conference championship that I played my ass <laughs> off in. In a moment where I should have been excited, bro, I'm just sitting there chilling. Like, trying to figure yeah, out like what was going on. like, last for, like, you know what I'm saying, for so long. <laughs> the other event was the day, the, the day that I uh, signed with the coach. We were at McAllister's eating. Me, 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 and my pops. And, of course, the grid was in Mimi's stomach. Dog. The man called, he was when it was all said and done, he was like, Congratulations, you're now an Indianapolis coach. And I just kinda I was just kinda sitting there like Pops happy, Mimi happy. I guess I was happy, but I was just I was just kinda just and it wasn't even shocked. I was just like, All right, so now it's time to go to work. But it's like, I don't know, like like you said, it was always a void. I think the for the first, the first time, the the first time in my life where I felt like I found purpose was when I started, like my yoga journey and and meditating. And then when I was when I was able to build my own brand and include that in it, then it was like, damn, okay, damn, like this is what I was supposed to be doing all along. And I ran from coaching for a long time, bro. All right, that's coaching is a different. I ain't. That's a different. That's a different. Man, it's just different. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> it's yeah, different, that shit, bro. That shit different. Unless unless you can do it your way on your terms. Yeah. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Like like coach coaching at a school is cool and you're able to impact a whole lot of kids, dog. Unless you had a at a school like the one that I just left where we only had 20, 28 players. But the new situation I'm in, we got 131. So yeah. And so like you able to impact more kids, but when you're doing it, when you're doing it on your own time and doing it your way, then you can impact an entire city. Yeah, you know what I mean, like dog. These kids that be talking that fast break shit and ain't never been to a session or don't even play receiver. But they know where they got to go get their receiver training from. <laughs> dog, I, I dead ass. I went to uh, one of my kids. They uh. I went to their signing day. And that's the other thing. Like, dog, we go to our kids' signing day. We be all over the city. So we get to share that moment with them. Uh, dog, I went to one, uh, two of our guys' uh, signing day, 
And shit, when we took pictures, all of the kids threw a fast break. I was like, shit, this is... For me, that was eye-opening. It was like, damn, that's what influence is. And, like, I'm not out here trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm not out here talking. And it's genuine different influence. When I'm around it's genuine. People. It's like, genuine. Dog, yeah, like, dog, you're going to get the same G, G-Mo grit, whatever you... However you address me, you're going to get the same person every time man, you And the see world me. need that, man. People need that. Especially now, man. You know, I know they say that all the time, but for real, like, especially now in these days, bro, like, people need genuine connection, bro, to, to good to good-hearted people, you know, people with good intentions. Right. Because in this time we in, bro, everybody got a hidden agenda, and it's like, nah, bro, like, right. it ain't always got to be the right. case. Not in everything, you feel me? And so that's just like that's that, that's why and that's why it's working. That's why it's, it's taking off like it is, bro. That's why it's spreading like a wildfire because it's genuine. And it's the right intentions, man. and it's you're doing the right thing by those kids, bro. Like I, I'm always tell you that. I'm gonna keep telling you that. I'm proud of what you're doing, but that shit is is impactful and it's, it's needed. It's special. Well, I appreciate so, it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So what you up to now, G? Well, I know <laughs> what you up to, but man, I got my hands in a couple pots, man. I'm, uh, I'm mainly real estate. I, I I dipped in a few different things and kind of just was dabbling, trying to learn and figure out some things, trying my hand at certain stuff and kind of figure out, found a home plate, found somewhere where I like, I, I love what I'm, what I'm doing. I smile and give me yeah. a genuine passion, love, joy. Yeah. And I just love, you know what I'm saying? What it involves. So real estate, yeah. mainly that investing. And just mainly those two, man, just branching out of that. It's like it's real complex in there. It's like all kind of shit you can do out of those branches, but mainly just investing in real estate and trying to just grow my network and do some good business with some good people. So that's going great for me right now, man. Then working with my pops, we're doing I'm doing HVAC and also I help manage my um me and my mom co own a, a childcare center. So I help co manage that with some of my free time and I'm trying to learn that's this low. HVAC stuff, man. That's low. Man, that's love, bro. Let your money work for, for you, sure, man. man. And, I, and I, I ain't quite got that. Got uh, quite gotten to that point yet. But. It's coming, man. And that's one thing that I learned, bro. We'll that's get there. I learned is more important. Yeah, we'll than get there. Economic, economic stability. I ain't even gonna lie, man. Like, even if I don't get to a point where like my money is working for me, like, like dog, like, being able to be like an impact and like helping kids accomplish some shit that either I was able to accomplish or I wasn't. Like, dog, like, that's, like, dog, I've worked with Power 5 kids. I've worked with, with two guys that are now playing pro ball, and one is, like, the backup running back for the Cowboys. <laughs> like, dog, like, that, like, that, like, stuff like that is, like, dog, like, not only do I know the guy, like, that's, like, that's my people. It's one thing where you can see somebody and dab them up, but it's a entirely different thing when, you got guys sending you their practice film, uh, practice film, so that so you can keep up with what they doing. Yeah, man, you build those bonds, man. Like that's that, that great vibe, yeah. bro. Like, man, once you impact somebody's life, man, you you are know, connected forever, man. And like, he gonna impact other people. You know, it just it's gonna spread. So that's that's great to hear, bro. Like that's you're doing the right thing, man. Pouring into those kids, they need that. And they're gonna pour back into somebody else. So, man, what and keep it going, bro. That's how we grow and do this thing together. And I, I. I I really had to look at myself and be like, damn, bro, you selfish. Because <laughs> for those years when I was like, man, I ain't coaching no ball, it was really just me more so like, man, I don't want nothing to do with football no more. You, you ain't ready yet. You ain't ready yet. But, like, not only that, but it's like, dog, all all of that time that I spent trying to stay away from it, 
like I was compiling knowledge, but I had prior knowledge that I could have been like giving to somebody else. Like I don't feel like knowledge is supposed to be kept to yourself. You're supposed to pass right. it on. Like 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 they used to say back in the day, each one teach one. Like dog, when you know something, pass it on. Like like even though I tell people all the time, like dog, you gotta come, you gotta come to the sessions to get to get the you know to get the sauce. But <laughs> dog, I'm on Twitter all the time teaching my ass off. Like I'm not super in depth, but like dog, I'm I'm giving you free footage. I'm giving you, you know, free language. You know what I mean? Like. Dog, if I can help, if I can help anybody with anything, bro, whether it's uh, spiritual or mental or physical, anything, dog, I'm gonna do it because either somebody did it for me, or I had to go out and work my ass off to get it myself, and I want it to be easy for the next brother or the next person. Yeah, because man, the more you know, and and I'm big, I'm a big, I'm a huge advocate for that, bro. Like knowledge, knowledge is power, man. Like. The only difference in the choices you make is, you know what I'm saying, whether they being successful or fail, failing is just the knowledge you have making them, bro. Like, the more you know, the better choices you can make, man. So that's that's big. As long as that mind getting developed with that body, bro, like, train them. Like, and, I, and I know you putting that into them kids, man. Like, the, the physical side and that mental side, you know, have the balance, have that balance as a man. Because, man, once you get that right. mental right, bro, like, it's – you make a well-rounded man, bro. Like, and that's what's big because kids need to, like right. – it's okay to love the game. It really is, bro. But like, you gotta have that balance with it, bro. Because that's it's, it's a lot of people that's not enjoying the game because they, they they focus on one side of it. <laughs> right, it's scary, bro. So right. you do you definitely gotta have that soul to you, man. You gotta have some understanding. Man, it's, it's hard to enjoy it too, though, y'all. Dog, like up there, it's not fun, bro. Mm. It's like legit. It's business. Everything is business in that joint. Yeah, you gotta. You know what I mean? Like, and you like don't know. To, you just adapt. Down to know. like when guys are like signing autographs and like doing a lot of this community work. Like, though, even though those times might be genuine for you, for your agent, or for the club, it's like that's an opportunity for you to grow your brand. So it's still like some malice in that shit. It's all, bro. And, and, and you know nothing, what I mean? Ain't, like ain't nothing free, Johnny. <laughs> ain't nothing free, Johnny. That shit is just. And the more like looking at it. I used to be mad at it because, of course, when I was in it and it wouldn't go my way, I was mad at it. But it's like looking back on it, it's like, you know, honestly, you just ain't know better. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get mad because you don't know the game. Because if you under, if I would have knew what was up, I would use it to my advantage even more. But it's like, it just as young kids, bro, that's why I say what you're teaching them kids is so important, bro. Because a lot of times people get to the league and they don't know what to do because the goal was only to get right. to the league. But but you gotta have, right. you gotta be able to have a plan, discipline, be self motivated, man. I know you putting that into them. It's because once you get to the league, okay, what's your plan to stay in the league? What's your plan to do great things in the league? Don't just get here. Everybody want to get here, but once you get here, what you gonna do now? You got a place there. So what's your goal? You know what's your plans? What you want to be? What you trying to do? What's next? Doc, what was your plan? I remember mine. my plan when I got to the league. Like, I didn't really have one. Just talk about that, John. Like once we started getting close, we started talking about it. Like. I had like a legit plan, and then I deviated from my plan. I didn't really have no. I just knew like what my mama taught me, bro. Like I just knew I was gonna save everything I had, save, 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 and just play ball. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just knew like yeah. I was a little naive to certain things. I was gonna play ball then, but for me, bro, like it don't take me long to pitch, pick up shit. And I'm gonna look and me. I'm gonna look up some shit. You know what I'm saying? So well, I just heard right. motherfuckers keep talking about financial advisors, financial advisors. You know, managing your money. 
I'm like, okay, investing. I'm like, okay, that keep coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I keep hearing that. So, ask a couple questions, find a couple people. You know, next thing you know, you connected to a financial advisor. You know, then as you start working with him, you start learning. What well, I'm financial advisors are rip off. Yeah, right you, bro. Like, and that's that's the biggest thing I, I I wish you know that someone would step up and do. And you know, is I would say just uh, learning what to do, financial understanding, bro. Like with with money in the league because when you don't have money all your life, bro, right, it's, it's tough to go right. to that. And then they thing you know, it's a lot of people you got to say no to. And then guess who start coming to you now? The motherfuckers who never right. came to you. You know what I'm saying? Not a financial advisor you want to help. Where you been at? Not a, you know what I'm saying? Not no, an investment guy. Any, talk. Where if, you been at? If, if any college guys get a hold of this podcast, dog, when you go from being a broke college student to the league, Dog, you need to start picking up some financial literacy literature. Do not go and get a financial advisor because that guy's job is to grease his own pockets. His- I cannot tell you how many guys have financial advisors and accountants and went broke after it was all done. Bro, like, it's... What were you advising me on if I'm broke? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, what? And it's crazy because it's like the thing is... Nah, man, get you a book, man. Uh... Get touched up on something that's fine, and if you even if you don't want to read it, dog, it's a few pages that you can go to on on uh, Instagram. Derek Grace is one of them. Dude, yeah, he teaches his ass off. Too, bro. If you just follow Derek Grace, it's like a rabbit hole, dog. You're gonna come across so many, so many guys that's teaching financial literacy, and it's free online. Like, dog, the man was talking about uh, acquiring a multi-unit uh, complex. And he was like, "Man, living one." Of, I ain't gonna get too deep in it. Nah, but, uh, I know what you're he was like, "That's why." You, that's why I'm in that living one of them joints while you read renting out the rest of them. I was like, "Oh man, that's cold blooded, bro." It's money in there. You can get you can get into those without ever putting your own money up if you really know what's going on. Like, but that's that's for another. No, that's for no, another day. Put, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole. Right, that's shit. what you know. what I'm saying that's what I the real. Was, that's, that's what you need to be doing your rookie year, your second year. Putting them checks in some investments. So, like, well, whenever I get up out of here, whether it be year three or year 19, by the time I get out of here, boy, I'm walking into the same checks, if not fatter. Dog, when we when we bought our house, dog, they were trying to send us to, like, the suburbs, to, like, these big-ass, like, zero-lie homes, multi-car garage. Man. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But uh, I need some land. Like, that's more important to me. Dog, we bought a three-bedroom dog on three acres. Man, that's and that's in the city. Like, dog, we ain't we ain't them people where we trying to be super in debt. Like, mm-hmm. let me get something that we can pay off and have some some equity and some longevity in. Man, you gotta get if getting serious about that, your financing bro, finances, bro. Like that paper, that paperwork. I'm telling you, that's the quickest way to get get your get your shit right out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. And you <laughs> get your shit right. Because right. a lot of, with, with, with ball players, bro, like, when you come from school and now you go transition into that, okay, now the only thing I'm really doing is playing ball. Okay, well, you used to, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if I can handle a college load with 14 units, 12 units a semester, I can handle football and managing my own money. You know what I'm saying? Taking my money serious. Right. Being serious about building me some credit. Right. Being serious about investing my money and getting serious about my spending habits, my expenses, you know what I'm saying? Like getting serious about buying something that right. appreciates, you know what I'm saying? Like set, set something up, build some business, you know what I'm saying? Build some shit that's going to take care of you, build your brand. Like, man, it, 
And don't and don't buy shit you don't need, bro. Like it's okay to spend here and there. Man, but... like you ain't gotta go get the brand new car with all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. dog. I still I drive a freaking I drive a 07 uh little SUV. Like I kid you like dog, you ain't gotta go get no brand new. I kid you not, bro. If I can start if I can start over with what I know now from my rookie year, I'd probably be out of the league in like three years. Faster. Three flat, probably. I'll be out in three flat because I know what, like, I'll probably do four to get the, the pension and the benefits. I'll do four, but my four be totally different, bro. And, like, what I have sitting on now, it'll be stupid. Bro, I wanted to do five. I wanted to be five. I wanted to do five and done. Like, the idea was to do five and then come back and pour resources into my community, whether it was, whether it was time or people that I knew or – you know, financially, somewhat, like I just wanted to pour back, pour into my community. Then I saw that damn contract, bro. Saw that damn contract. Signed that joint. Got my first little like cash check. Well, not cash check. My first envelope of cash during mini camp. All of that shit went out of the window. I'm like, man, I'm gonna save this money. <laughs> we finna play about six years, and then we gonna disappear off the face of like we gonna go to an island somewhere, and we just gonna be like, man, fuck it, we gonna do us. And it was like, when I got waived the first time, I was like, damn, there you go. That's what you get because you you strayed away from who you are. And then when I got called back, I was like, all right, I got a second opportunity. I'm going to do this thing the right way because it's it's more than just me and my fiance riding on this. So more than just me and my immediate family riding on this. I had a whole community, dog, that wanted to see me do well. And so it was just like, you got a responsibility to more than just yourself. Right. And so, man, like, I just, I just want, I just want the people that I'm, I'm around and that I influence and that influence me to always be authentic to who they are and be organic. Like, don't, don't be what somebody else wants you to be. Like you were saying earlier, like, don't leave your life into somebody else's hands. Like, dog, like, nah. at some point you got to be like, hey, this me, like. And it's okay for you to check yourself. Hell, I still be checking. Oh yeah, myself. you got to. That's the that's that's where to work at, bro. Because if I'm if I'm gonna lose, you feel me? If I'm gonna lose anything in life, you feel me? You best believe I'm gonna have my hands on the controller. You crazy? If not, like you crazy? Yeah. If anybody else's hands gonna be on that bitch? Like if I'm if the if, yeah. if, if my success <laughs> is on the line, my family, my livelihood, the things I'm trying to protect and provide for. You crazy if any other hand gonna be on that controller. I'm gonna live and die with Jeremy on, with my hands on that motherfucker. So yeah. I'm with that. And then that's going that hold me accountable. I hold me 100 percent accountable. There ain't nobody fault no more. You know what I'm saying? So and once you get that mindset, bro, like you good. But I, I never again I give somebody else control of my will. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. That shit. My bro, this drum been this drum been dope, bro. You got you got anything else you wanna share, bro? Um Man, what are we gonna do about our about our people, man? <laughs> what you mean? What are we gonna do? Our people. How are we gonna get our people together? Well, for 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 one, man, we to be honest, man, like we still got a lot of people that ain't got no knowledge of who they are. Um, and when I say that, I I say that's that's twofold. Like, who are who are you in like in society, like? Like I'm still trying to figure. Am I? Am I a coach? Like I had that conversation with Mimi. I'm like, am am I? Do I enjoy coaching? Yes. Is that what I want to do for the rest of my life? I don't know. Do I do? 
do I find more joy and love in something else than I do? And the answer is yes. Like, dog, when, when I'm when I'm at my best, is when I'm meditating two or three times a day, and I'm doing yoga two or three times a day. That's when I'm at my absolute best. Like my diet is already good, but I'm just not spending enough time within myself. The second part of that is, dog, we the only culture in all of the cultures that have no knowledge of our past history beyond our our existence in America. Yeah. Like dog, and even even in schools, dog, African American history started in freaking slavery, bro. That's no good. That's no good, bro. Like so, I think for us, like we gotta we gotta learn who we are individually, and then learn who we are like as a culture. And like, and and part of that too is like doing a little DNA test and finding out where you come from, like where you where you come from come from. Yeah. And then aside from that, like once you get away from like culture and like understanding, financially we gotta be smarter. We be behind the eight ball because we f- refuse to get life insurance. Man, that's what I'm on, bro. Cause I cause all it's everything else, bro. It's important. It, we need to get all that. But the fastest thing, the thing that make every the make the thing that make everything else go that we ain't, we need to admit is that paper, bro. Like until you get them finances in order, I'm sorry, bro. Like you ain't got time to worry about all of that. If I don't know what I'm gonna eat, I don't know what these bills going, how these bills are gonna pay. I don't know how I'm getting to work. I don't know how I'm gonna even create more freedom for myself. Like, man, well, well some of that's gonna, some of that's gonna come with sacrifices. Yeah, too, bro. Like, we be doing like, all right. So, the most powerful dollar is the black dollar, and that, and that's what that's not what I say, but that's what people that sell say. We gotta get it flowing back to us. We just we just gotta start being being selfish and then make some sacrifices. Like, dog, you ain't gotta go get a brand brand new car because your neighbor got one. <laughs> you ain't gotta go buy a chain because you saw that John on the on the movie. Dog, I got I got students that that are saying they're gonna spend five racks on prom. Why? Boy, you crazy. That five thousand dollars can go into a, a, a freaking uh Mutual fund. I can't wait to Jason ask me for five thousand dollars for prom. One of my sons. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> nah, bro. So, so, like, we just, we just got to be smarter in the way that we spend our dollars. Like, like I seen, I seen a meme one time that said, "Uh, sacrifice now. Like, drive, ride that old car right now. Like, don't go, don't go party right now." Don't go buy brand new shoes this year. Like, sit this year. Don't do nothing new this year. Like, don't do nothing. Like, do everything that you need and do no wants this year. And then next year you can shine. That is. Or in five that's years, hard, though. Damn, that's hard. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not hard with the right perspective, though. Yeah, I feel you. I, I feel you. We just got to work like, together, dog, man. Just, just like, got to work together and get shit done, bro. Just look out for one another. You know what I'm saying? Do right in your position, like the politicians, the, the no, lawmakers, stop. you know what I'm saying? The police officers, like the black, I'm talking about the black ones. You know what I'm saying? Like just hold people accountable, bro. We get shit on and we don't hold man, nobody we accountable. Hold we just take you know? bullshit. We just take too much bullshit, I feel like. Oh, oh, and we, we give each other too much bullshit. We got to hold ourselves accountable. I'm not going to look outward until I look at myself. And then... And then deeper than that, look within myself. Yeah, we gotta. You know what I mean? Like, dog, like we spend, we spend so, and I, I can't talk about my house because we don't. But I know people that buy Gucci, <laughs> Louis Vuitton, 
Dolce and Cabana. Like, the, I'm, I'm wearing I'm wearing fast break shit from last year and shit that I'm coming up with now. If I'm if I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna spend on myself and I'm gonna market my own shit. See, we gotta get that owner mind, mindset. Then that's what it is—that ownership and that work together mindset. Bro. It, bro. We don't—we the wave, but it's just like, man, like if you don't know you the wave, or or if you trying to follow somebody else's wave financially, you are gonna forever be behind the eight ball. Like, dog, we don't even eat like everybody else. I think we—I think we coming along though, man. That's what I ain't gonna lie. I was, I be in the barbershops, bro. Like when I be in the barbershop, like you know, old school. Old heads and uh, you know talking sports and shit. Uh, my other barbershop I used to go to as a kid. I be I yeah. stopped by there and talk shit in there with them and, with them boys and stuff, you know. And I was talking about that, and they was just like, maybe on the, you know what I'm saying? Like they kind of, I just thought like we we we, we got to be past talking about the problems, bro. I just feel like we know what it, it is. Be nothing, so yeah, we got to what, what we gonna do? You feel me? Like, that's why. Like that's 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 how I treat. You know what I'm saying? I hope, that's how I hold myself accountable, now, bro. Like. Yeah, who we talking about, bro? Like, and this, and I don't never, I don't mean to come off as an asshole, but I do that to people around me now. Like, it's just, bro, I ain't got time to talk about the problem no more. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. tired of hearing that, bro. What are we gonna do about it? If the not, problem, stop talking problem, about that it. Job, the problem. Yeah, that junk. What what you just talking about? That shit been the same thing. Yeah, we know what we need to do, bro. People know what they bullshit. At. We know our bullshit. At. We know what the bullshit we put up with, and that go fair. Dog, if you if you are listening, dog, go get you a life insurance policy while you're young. That John dumb cheap. Yeah, that's man, that's shit. That's a generational wealth builder right there. That's a dumb cheap, bro. That John dumb cheap. Go get you a policy, bro, or two. Cause I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I was, I was, I done jumped into slinging some life insurance for a little minute. You feel me? Like, and I, my wife, that's I was studying that wife. shit. Like, oh man, like this, they ain't tell us this where the money was at. Like this, bro. Like right. you crazy, right? My wife. Well, I made everybody go get some insurance. <laughs> But look, that what's crazy though is my first time really hearing about a life insurance policy was was when I was in the league. Like this, we used to have this guy named DT who was over player development, and so like outside of the rookie meetings, like he had he spent time to just talk to people that wanted to you know rap about some real shit, and so he was just like, "Gee, like when when you get out of here, like make sure you get make sure you get a life insurance policy." And at the time, I was like, "Man, my pops got one on me." I think through his job, and he was just like, "No, nah, I don't think I need you to be sure." And I was just like, "All right." So when I got done, and I and I went into my career because at the like I was uh, like I was in physical therapy for a second, like being a PTA. Like, dog, that was the first thing I did. Like, I got like a life insurance policy. I got another policy. Like, dog, we had a policy where we got paid to go to the doctor and go to the dentist. Like, if you went to the doctor and got a normal, like, a routine checkup or went to the dentist, like, they pay, they send you a check for $50 or $100. I had a policy that when my wife got in, that, got in a car accident, they paid for all of her uh, all of her insurance bills and sent her a check. If she would have passed away from cancer or from anything like that, I would have got another check. Man. And then she started slinging life insurance. I still had that policy. She picked up another policy for me, her, and Garvey. And so now we got three policies, bro. Bro, it's bread in there, man. Either one of us, Garvey is, not only is she set through the life insurance, but we also got equity on the house. And we got, we got our property is worth something. And people don't like the way it sounds, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, gonna, I ain't even like the way it sounds at first. But that shit ain't no lie. 
If it ain't nothing else out here in this world, that's guaranteed. Boy, yeah, it's got to die one day. You got to die. But make sure make somebody, somebody get paid for it. You feel no, me? And start a little better than you did. That's all you got to do. Start the fire, baby. I told my wife, don't have no big service for me. I don't want it. I'm gone. I'm out. Cremate, Cremate me, you know what I'm saying? Cremate. Throw me around your little necklace, you feel me? One of the little, the little canisters. My have me in like a little vase. Have me in a little vase somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Sprinkle me out every every 20 seconds. Keep it moving, baby. Man, I'm telling you, bro. Keep it moving, bro. Like, don't spend all that money on that. I'm cool. Trust me. A lot of bread on. Man. We, we spend a lot of bread on homegoing celebrations. And I understand you want to send your people out good, but dog, you didn't have a life insurance policy. You, you don't leave none to your people, and then they got to pay to bury you. Dog, that's no good. That's crazy, bro. And you got a little debt behind you, you feel me? And you got a little debt behind you. That's no good. You we crazy, got, man. You, you went out with a bang. You went out with a bang. We just got to do better, bro. That's all it is, bro. Like, niggas just been handed bad plans, you feel me? Like, our parents only knew they did. They only did what they knew. You feel me? They just ain't had the right plans, and we just got to make do what we got. Pass on better plans. Right, right. But like you said, I see us doing a lot better too, though. You know yeah, we I done mean? came a long way, bro. I, I got to tip my like, to that. Like my sis, my sis, like my sister is twenty one. Like kids her age are like, all right, I'm gonna go to college, but I'm gonna go to college at home. Like I'm gonna live at home and go to school, so I don't have to pay room and board, or I'm going to create this business that way I ain't got to go to school and I can go ahead and start making money now and not have to owe nobody nothing. Or they got all these classes online, so I'm just going to take online classes. Or I'm going to take all the free classes I can and then pay for the pay for the classes that I can get a certification for. Because in real life, in, in this era, it's more about the experience rather than the paper. Like right now, to be honest, a bachelor's only going to take you so far. Like, now they want you to have a master's or beyond. So it's just like, man, what you going to do? You going to be a specialist or you going to be something that everybody else is? It's a million and one people that got a, got a bachelor's. What you going to do to set yourself apart from Man. So I think we doing better, dog. I, I think there's a lot of dialogue going on that, you know, that's on a mass scale and then, like, some conversation that's going on behind closed doors. I think we're doing better, bro. I think we're on the right track. We just got to stay consistent with what we're doing. I mean, like, a lot of us, like, a lot of us around this time, bro, like, for, like damn, the first generation college, college, college students in our families and shit. So it's just, we just get to that part with that second level education and being able to use it and shit. So it's all good. It's, I think we're on a good track, man. Everything going to be smooth. Yeah. It gotta be. We just gotta do better though, for sure. And just realize. I don't that. even want. I don't even want to leave you no know, doubt and say it ain't gonna be because I got a little baby coming up in this world mm-hmm. and she gonna be. Man, she I'm gonna, trying to. She gonna live up. She gonna live up to her name. I really. Man, feel I'm trying like to pop out some more of them things. No, no, sir. You done? No, sir. You done? I think I'm done, bro. Damn. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I man, you ain't done. You can't be done, man. Like, bro. Like garbage. Like you don't understand, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, bro? Garvey don't play. Garvey don't play, and bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I really was, to be honest, to be completely honest, I was nervous about having Garvey from losing LeGrid. Right. And so when, when she made it, 
my dog, I hugged the doctor, dog, in the operating room. Like, I hugged him. Like, I was like, like, I, I picked out our, our doctor, like, this black woman named Dr. Ruffin. Like, when, when she brought Garvey out, dog, I legit hugged her, bro. Like, I was so happy. And, like, part of it is me being like, damn, bro, like, I don't want to experience pain again. So, Garvey's here. Like, I can see her. I can feel her. Like, dog, I still be, like, bugged out sometimes that, like, uh, like she really chose me to be her dad. Like, I feel like she chose me to be her dad. And so, like, <laughs> like dog, I'm, I'm chilling right now, bro. Like, I'm enjoying her. Like, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. So, I don't know. Right now, I'm saying no. But maybe uh, no. want a son, though, G. Like, and, like, I'm nervous about having a boy. Man, y'all like going to do it, like man. Don't be nervous, man. Be, I feel like outsiders going to put too much, like, too many expectations. That's on why him. he got you. You're going to be right there letting him know that there ain't no pressure. The only pressure is what he put on himself. Yeah, I'm nervous about he that. He got shit, you. So You're going to tell him what to do and got him the right way, man. Don't bring, I'm gonna be, don't bring I, you I a king you, in this bro. world. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm be LeVar Ball, dog. Yeah, you supposed to. We got our own brand. You supposed to. None of that. You supposed to. You supposed to, man. Go and build your kingdom. My damn show on like two more. Ooh, you ain't playing no games, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get two more. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm getting two more. Dang, you ain't playing no games. Two more gonna be live. You my age, bro? How old are you, G? I'm 28. Oh, yeah, we're the same. You want two more, bro? Mm-hmm. See, that's the other thing, dog. By the time, like, I just don't want to be dropping off kids when I'm 40, bro. Like, <laughs> See, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm trying to get my not. By 40, I'm trying to be like, okay, nigga, I can have my house to myself at times. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to set Garvey up by the time, you know, she in college, man, you want to build a little tiny house on the land. You got it. Go to your house. Like, don't. We're good. Don't do your thing. We're good. Like, yeah, like that's what I that's what I want. But I can't, I can't do that if I'm still making babies, bro. Like, still dropping. I'm still nah, bro. But have all the personalities in the house, man. I'm with that. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. See, I got two little boys, so it ain't really hard for me. Like, they kind of really, they do it out. They rough, you know what I'm saying? So we good. They just do it. They they boys. Right. When they, you want a girl? I want a girl, but I'm scared a girl gonna change my whole life. Bro, she bro, I'm telling you she is. She is, bro. Like, bro, I'd be more vulnerable with Garvey, bro, than I've probably ever been besides being with Mimi. Like, but it's a different it's a different vulnerable though. Like like Garvey can put like lip gloss on my lips and I don't be sweating it. Like dead ass, she can. I'm scared, take man. Cross out of the joint and rub that shit on my lips, and I don't be tripping. That's so much love, man. I'm. They gonna it's gonna change my life. I'm ready for it. I want a girl. But on the flip side of that, though, ooh, you cold, bro. Two. You cold, bro. You cold. You better than me, brother. You better than me. God, you cold. I said you want two more. What if you end up with two girls, bro? <laughs> All right then. All right, then. I I got to deal with it. I got to deal right. with it, but I I handle it. So so so. I the other thing. How you feel about them trying to trying to pay college players, and and what you really think about it? They late. They should have been there. I agree with it, man. Pay them boys. 
I agree with paying them boys, but I think it's gonna come with some red tape because they ain't gonna never give you like dog. They gonna they gonna BS. I feel like yeah, they're gonna BS. it's gonna be all kind of suspensions and all kind of crazy shit. It's gonna be all kind of stipulations, but yeah, pay them boys, man. It's they money. Y'all working on people, man. Like people just don't people. A scholarship is not the only thing an athlete should be getting in college, bro. Like that shit is different. That is a heavy man, ass they, schedule, and it's man. Physical. They give scholarships to regular people that don't contribute shit to the school. So mm-hmm. don't. I, I hate when people say the scholarship shit. I, both they both they both got they both play a role. You feel me? Like y'all ain't gotta hate student athletes because they, you know, what I'm saying whatever. Like let it be what it is. But don't take a side. But damn, man, you ain't gotta hate or be negative. Yeah, that shit ain't even. It'd be pointless because it's like you don't know what they go through. Y'all don't know what uh, they don't know what y'all go through. Let it ride. Yeah, that shit ain't easy. Unfortunately, I've been on both sides of that shit. That shit ain't easy. Student athlete. I mean, student bro, like to be out there. Bro, no, that's student, different. Uh, being a being a student, that shit easy, bro. Even if you got a job, like I've had a job and just been a regular student. That shit easy. So being a student athlete, bro, bro, that shit is hard. Bro. Yeah, it's physically demanding, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you can lose your scholarship when you. You, just because you get tired and you, you know what I'm saying, you got an off day or a bad day. Bro, in the summer, dog, during like summer and fall camp, dog, I remember days where like I was so physically exhausted that I sat in my locker, bro, and just questioned, like, why the hell am I still here, bro? Like, the other thing, hard is just boring. <laughs> my, I've seen, bro, I've seen full body cramps. I've seen motherfuckers cry on conditioning tests because they ain't make that jump. Man. Like bro, like bro, that's it. You push your. You ever seen somebody get? You push your mind and body to the max. You push up in the ice tub. You push your mind and body to the max, bro. What, bro? You fall about to about to calm down. All right, so so how old? You got two boys. Mm -hmm. Your boys gonna want to play football one day. Mm -hmm. At what age would you say, all right, son? It's it's. It's all right. Like, you can play full contact football now. It's dead. We ain't playing football. Ooh. Ain't no need to. I, I, already, made, I already did that. You feel me? I already did that. Ooh. That's cold. Start on something else, man. Start, you know what I'm saying? For, and for what we know about football and what we know it do to the brain, like, it, has, it, what, it don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, that's cold. I didn't expect you to say that, bro. Yeah. Like, easy. It's easy, bro, for me. I said, I said thirteen. I just, I just feel like, mm-hmm. man, at some point, your child gonna do what they want to do regardless. Like, I feel like if I let you get into it at thirteen, it's like I'm, I'm throwing you to the wolves by then, because by that point, you, you late, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the reason why I say, the reason why I say thirteen for like full contact is because by that age, like you're starting to, to develop physically, and like your motor skills pick up like 10 times fold. So like like I just I just want I just want my kids to be able to make a conscious decision, like an educated decision and then be able to play it at a super high level because dog, you see kids literally dog, they run into each other and don't know why they run into each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Coach that's coach said like, go hit him. <laughs> that's just like Garvey ain't never had meat. That's not to say she never will eat meat, but I'm not feeding her meat until she know why the hell you shouldn't be eating. You ain't gonna take away her choice until she know why. Yeah, hell no. I'm not gonna take away her choice. Yeah, until she know why. Respect that. Well, with football, I already know why. So yeah, that's just dead. <clears throat> it ain't no yeah, point. I, it's, and it's just 
And plus, I ain't, I ain't having no more kids, so shit. Garvin ain't playing no damn football. <laughs> well, that so you still you still in the no meat thing? I can't. I mean, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm easing into you. Matter of fact, I want to try. I want to try. I want to try to fast like no, not eat nothing for a day. I heard that's real good for like your body like, on a cellular. I've done I've done seventy two hours. I can't do that, but I can do a day. That's a seventy two hours is the is the the uh fast that regenerates your cells. I heard that, but I ain't doing I can't do I can't do that long. I'm t- All right, so 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 I didn't just do a cold turkey. So this is how I walked into it. I did a week with just uh lettuce and water or like greens and water. Did a week straight. And then after that I did like one green a day and water for a whole week. And then shit, I just did water for a whole week. <clears throat> Maybe steps. But that was probably like I was probably more mentally strong than ever in that period of my life, too, though. I can hit you with a strong 18 hours. <laughs> Man, bro, it ain't bro. Honestly, bro, with the type of dude you are, bro, you a you a competitor and you strong minded, bro. It won't be hard. That's a long time, bro. I'm a, I mean, it's, I don't, I may, I may, I may throw in a day where I don't, I've been slowing down on my how I eat though. I mean, I've been, I take, I take more control and more like, you know what I'm saying? I, I take, I'm, I'm picky with what kind of food I eat, what kind of, what I'm, what I'm just digesting and shit. I pay attention to what I'm eating now. a little bit more. I didn't say I got yeah. it down, but I definitely noticed like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, Fast food is a no. Like beef, I'm cool on. Like it's certain things I eat, but like I'm real picky on how I eat it. I'm real picky on like I may eat it once a month. Like I can't be eating it consistently. I'm not touching right. bacon. I ain't touching no sausage. I ain't touching. You know what I'm saying? I got steak maybe every now and then, random. But for the most part, yeah. it's just fish and chicken for me. Yeah. I can't leave I that had... chicken alone, man. Chicken and watermelon. I, I had oh this. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Watermelon is like super good for you, dog. Like Bro, I love um, watermelon. Now to like reju- rejuvenate your muscles. See, like that that joint is stupid good for you. Like that might be the best recovery meal for you, besides like all the crap they tell you you're supposed to be taking when you train. See, yeah, nah, that's why I really fuck with it. So what else? What else you got? So and as far as. What about cleaning my whole little body, my whole little system out? Like, how I clean my whole system out? Like, it's just all the bad food that's still in my digestive system. Just how I clean everything out and just start fresh, like, boom. So, when I when I want to detox, I do, like, well, when I was eating meat, it was every March. Every March, I would give up bread, meat, juices, and just eat produce and stuff that grows and drink water. So that was my detox. But now that I'm on the, now that I'm not eating meat, I still eat bread sometimes. But it depends on what kind of bread it is. But when I want to detox now, like I go straight produce or straight greens and drink water, and you know you just poop a whole lot. It ain't bad. I need, I need. My thing is like sometimes when I'm like really on my shit, I make a conscious decision to not eat it unless it grows. And that can be costly sometimes, but you just have to do it smart. Like, see, I'm at the career dolo. I definitely got to plan some shit like that. I ain't got nobody to cook. Bro, a few basic things I know how to cook. 
they involve some kind of chicken or fish. <laughs> Bro, it, it's so if you go with the produce thing, it's easy because, like, in certain times of the year, like, if the peaches are out, you can eat peaches because they make you feel full. Like, I don't know what it is, what property it is that make like they're so thick and there's so much juice they make you feel full. <laughs> that alone, that that alone, that alone with watermelon, you know, watermelon is all melons are full of water, so you're gonna get full off of that. Bananas are dumb cheap. Yeah, and they get you full too. That you're right. That's a and nice ass list, right. boy. Damn, that's a meal right there. Exactly. So you just like, bro, just like, man, you just don't overdo it. Don't overbuy stuff because if you're getting organic fruit without all that extra shit in it, it's going to go bad fast because it's real. Okay. So you're going to make more stops at the store, but you feel better. Like, no joint pain, no back pain, none of that shit. I feel good now, bro. I ain't going to lie, man. I don't be. I just started going to the gym, getting on the treadmill, running, working out a little bit a couple days a week. I meditate a few times a week. I've been good, better. man. I've been, bro, I've been. Way I'm in tune right now, man. I don't know. I'm in my I'm in my Fendi bag right now. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I worked out, bro. See, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm in like my bag. Like some, like I live sometimes with you know with the team, just just you know bullshitting around. I run around with the kids at sessions sometimes, just you know showing drills. Or if somebody think you know I'm too washed, you know I get out there and make a couple plays on them. But other than that, it's like, oh hell no. And I did say, you know, to close out the year, I wanted to do a better job on, like, really getting the weight room and, like, getting at it because I'm already halfway there. Either that or take my yoga uh, more serious because when I – honestly, when I was doing yoga, I had toned up like shit, and I was doing nothing but yoga every day. See, no, I didn't get to that point yet. I, 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 I stay on I – my uncle put me on some, on some like, some push-up shit, like some jailhouse shit. It was just like, yeah. man, 200 push-ups a day. Like, you know, just looking at it, I'm like, damn, that's a, you know, that's a lot of push-ups a fucking week, a lot of push-ups a month. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, you on to something here, man. That's why I was knocking that out. But I, I try to get into my little complex gym up there, up there in the in the middle of the complex. I try to get up in there twice, sometimes three yeah. days a week. My little boy like working out with me too now. Well, he like working out in general, so that'd be my excuse to get in there. I'll be teaching the little things, and I go hard myself. You're going to look up one day, daughter might will come down and say, Dad, I want to play football. You're going to be mad as hell. You're going to be like, no, nah, we ain't doing this. I'm going to be like, no, nah, that ain't what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I, I care about you, man. I love you. I, I, I got your best interest at heart. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had it all my life. As long as you've been yeah. here, I ain't trust yeah. me. I'm trusting on this one. It may, it may sting. But trust me, bro. Like, if, if anybody know better, you know what I'm saying? Pops know better. Yeah. It's, another, it's, it's other ways I have. Let's go hoop. You know what I'm saying? We can hoop 24-7. We can play baseball. You know what I'm saying? First of all, you're gonna, we're going we're gonna to teach you this. We're going to teach you how to make some money out here. Once you touch touching that, then we'll see how you feel about sports. Then you're really going to choose the one you want to play. That man money Mitch out here, bro. Man, the economics. <laughs> it, changed, it changed the table, man. In real life, I want Garvey to run track. Like, she got that, like, in our DNA. Mom did it and was damn good. You know, All-American and shit. I, I I messed around on the track a little bit. Like, I think. And, like, she, right, now she got, like, a natural running form. She like gonna she, fall into like, it naturally. Like, sometimes when she running, she, she say, I got to get my knees up, get my knees up. I'll be like, damn, she going to be. 
bro, she's so fast, bro. She already on it. Already on it, bro. Like she be essentials running around. Like I, I want her to run track, but I want her to run, want to run track though. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want to be the one that want her for. Right. You always want them to kind of fall in love with it. Like now, I experienced that shit. Like I had the parents that wanted me to do well in school. Not that I didn't want to do well in school myself, but they were driving me to do it. Like even even whether or not I wanted to do it or not, they wanted me to do it. You know what I'm saying? I had the parents that, you know, kept us in sports to keep us out of the streets. Not that we wanted to play sports, but we kind of had to. And honestly, that shit saved my life. But at the same token, it wasn't my choice. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I really thought I was going to be a basketball player, but it didn't happen <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like, that shit just didn't. It didn't happen like that. Like, when I was in sixth grade, I thought I was going to grow up and be an artist. And I had a teacher that told me artists don't make no money. Then in, then in, in 10th grade, I had a coach that told me, put that basketball down. If you, if you play football full time, you can make your family a lot of money. I put the basketball See, down. Our coach is just telling kids crazy shit. Don't even know how I can impact a kid. So shit. I don't know. But the crazy thing now is I ain't hooping or playing football, but I literally create every day. So I went back, I went back to that art shit anyway. Man, you can always, well, always find your way back to your talents. Yeah. Whether I'm creating drills or creating apparel or creating logos. Like, dog, dead ass, bro. I try to create something every day. And that's the shit that's going to live on whether you're here or not. I agree, man. 100%. Create something, bro. Leave something behind. I feel better that way, too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's it's something tangible for, you know, for your the generation after you to have. Like, of course, finances, like you set them up financially, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you leave something, they can point to and say, my dad did that. Or my uncle did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm uncle to my niece. and I was uncle before I was pops. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, now I can't do no wrong out here because I got, you know, nephews that look up to me like, man, that's my Uncle Greg right there. I ain't going to let them down. I ain't gonna, I damn sure ain't gonna let my baby down, but dog, I, I keep my nieces and nephews in the back of my head because it's like, dog, like, I can't screw it up. I like, I can't, I can't fuck it up. So, yeah. I like that, like, man. You're right. I love that. You, you got, you got it. This, this life, of course, is yours and your journey is your journey. Everybody else's journey is their own. But that's at the same token, at the same token, dog, like, my dog, you got a responsibility to somebody other than yourself. Of what, course, what, man. It's, it's always deeper what, than you. Yeah, yeah, like this, yeah, bro. Like, bro, I, I knew this con- this uh this this conversation was gonna be that too, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's never simple with you, dog. Man, you never. already know. I told you, bro. Like you told you told me I can let loose. I told you, I got you. <laughs> 